Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Well, I have to tell you, David, the story. I got to tell you the story how it really happened. Uh, so I'm in the locker room, and you know we're not very good at the time. I think we're 0 and 3 or 0 and 4. And they said, "Hey, there's a fight. The DBs and and Baker almost just got into a fight." And I came storming out. You know, I went after the officials, and I'm like, "I want, you know, I want 15 yards on him." Da 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 da. And Charlie Brewer, uh, my freshman quarterback at the time, who was redshirting, wasn't even playing, who ended up being my starting quarterback, you know, later that year and for two years, a great player, went to Lake Travis, and uh, he, he actually walked over to me and said, hey, Coach Baker didn't start that fight, I did. So, so it's, a little, it's a little Lake Travis uh, uh, thing that, you know, they, 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 they breed competitors there, I can promise you that. It's TJ's fault. Love you, Ted. Uh, I missed you Saturday. I know. If that's the case. <laughs> All right, good morning, everybody. It is go time. It is go time time. It is go, no, go, lock, unload, love them and leave them, smoke them. If you got them, see you, want to see you, see you on the other side. Time, time. It is a new day. Tuesday, July 26th. T-Row in the morning show. 39 days away from a Sooner kickoff. Good morning, everybody! Tuesday, huh? Day two of your work week. I feel like yesterday was three days. It's been a while since I've actually had to do any work. I had to do like an hour and 15 minutes of work yesterday. Just exhausting. I need about three days off. Back at it, though, today on a Tuesday with my very best friend, T.J. Perry. You're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, as we bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Thank you for tuning us in. That was Matt Rule off the top. The uh, Carolina Panthers head coach asked about his new quarterback, Baker Mayfield, yesterday, starting that brouhaha down in Waco against Matt Rule a few years back. Uh, I hadn't heard that story before. I remember that vividly, but I don't remember. I didn't know Charlie Brewer claimed that that he started it. That's pretty funny. Uh, We got some stuff to do today. We do have the countdown going on. Nebraska revealed as team number 25 yesterday. We get to number 24 coming up today. We will unveil that team at 735 this morning, TJ. 735 reveal on number 24 
then uh, special guest joining us to talk more about that team in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, we've got some OU football news. They picked up a big commitment yesterday. Uh, we've got some Major League Baseball going on out there, a little Kyler Murray, little uh, Kevin Durant trade news. But all in all, pretty quiet summer day is what we are uh, faced with today. DJ Perry, good morning. How are you today? Oh, you want to do this now? I wasn't sure going forward how you wanted to work this. You want me now? You want you want to use one of these now? What are you talking about, Teach? Well, as part of my new deal, I only have to do four segments a day. I was making sure this is one of the four segments you want me for. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, this I'm is one of great. the four segments. I'm doing great. This is my favorite segment of the day. This is the one I want you for right here. I'm doing Congrats fine. on your new deal, Thanks. by the way. Thanks. I'll, I'm going to work on that on my next on my next one, yeah. Uh, four segments a day. That's what I'm giving you. <laughs> We're going to give you $200 million, but you got to promise us you're going to do some homework. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, I wonder if they – I wonder if they uh, – uh, negotiated the number of hours there on yeah, Kyler's contract. That was discussed this morning before we came on, and they think it was. They think that was the sticking point, that they wanted five, Kyler wanted three, and they settled on four eventually. <laughs> you got to promise us ten hours of prep for the game. Ten hours? I'll give you one. Settle on four. Oh, man. How you doing, buddy? How was your Monday? It was good. It was good. I had an enjoyable time uh, watching you, even though that you're a jerk. Um, coach's luncheon went well, uh, for the most part. It was great seeing you, man. It, it wasn't was great, great seeing, seeing you. you. Oh, they put me up front. You. Somehow I got put up in the front row, and you pick on me the whole time. You're trying to give away my money, telling people up on stage yeah. during an auction. Uh, my uh, TJ right there, uh, $1,000. Like it, shut up, you jerk! I got a thousand dollars to hand over to you. Very generous of you. I'm getting There's texts a, from in the room from friends like, "Oh, kids. that's that's really great of you." It's gonna help a lot of children, <laughs> and I'm very what a guy, what a guy. Don't act like you don't have a thousand bucks that a, you could give to a charitable uh, organization. I'm not that, that was Very nice of like if you would have said TJ's got to... ten bucks, I would have been like, "Yeah, all right, I've got ten bucks." <laughs> you know what I get for allowance each week? Five dollars a week. I'm not supposed to come up with a thousand. I don't know, but uh, I, I thought it was great that you, <laughs> the business leaders of Norman and TJ Perry all chipping in to <laughs> help yesterday. It's nice of you. Uh, did you have a good time? TJ's talking about the uh, used to be the Citizens Advisory Board, but we had a little name change yeah. yesterday. What do we call Fostering it Fostering Futures? That was throwing me off Fostering yesterday because they had futures. both logos up, and I'm like, is this two different groups now? Is this the same group? Like, what's going on here? So I was confused for a little bit. Fostering Futures. Uh, coaches luncheon yesterday in Norman, and uh, the business community of Norman all gathered together. The ref always has a table there. 
And so uh, we had T.J. Perry there. We had Tyler McComas. Josh Helmer did his show out there. Our bosses were there. Uh, who am I missing that was there yesterday? Oh, Mark was there. Mm-hmm. Mark the Photog. Uh, Trevor was there sitting next to me. Trevor LaFoon. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Um, I think that was all of the representatives we had yesterday. Okay, okay. And uh, and then uh, Brent Venables was there. Thad Turnipseed was my co-MC yesterday. Uh, Jeff Levy and uh, Ted Roof made an appearance. And um, it's kind of a right. It's like I said yesterday. It's a little bit of a, all right, it's time to get serious about football season time. Yeah. So, uh, that you, was good. That was fun. You've got to be extremely excited and extremely nervous for the Rudy show. You've got to come up. You don't. You don't have to do much prep anymore. Because you ask a question and the show's going to be over. But you've got to come up with the one perfect question for Brent Venables every week. One perfect question. That's all there's going to be time for. <laughs> one answer. <laughs> and then your show's going to be over he with. He talk. He, oh, man. He, he answered one question and Tyler's like, well, I've got to go. I've got to go get ready for the show. It's about to start. <laughs> so Tyler had to get up and leave like in the middle of Brent answering a question, I think. At one point, I look up and Tyler's gone to head back to the station to get ready for his show. So that man can answer some questions, man. And that he did is not go unnoticed, by the way. About it. Uh, Brent texted me afterwards and he goes, why did the radio guy get up and leave he while did, I was talking? He did not say that. And I said, I think he had to go get ready for his show. I'm sure, I don't know. He goes, I thought his show started at 2, and it was like 12.45. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Coach. And then he said, I'm never coming on that show. <laughs> Which I thought was a little harsh, but right. anyway. That would be funny if um, Teddy called him and he really said that. Like, uh, I saw your guy get up and leave during the show. I'm not coming on with you anymore. What's he gonna go? What's he gonna go prep for? Twelve forty-five for a two o'clock show. Why does he have to leave? Uh, Do you have a remote somewhere? No, no. I mean, I just drive back to the station and get ready for the show. I don't know. Maybe he had to take some notes and uh, get some audio. I don't. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. No. Brink can talk. My life just got a lot easier. There's no more. There's no difficult side to that no, whatsoever. No. Uh, and I didn't mean that as a bad thing either because they're great mm-hmm. answers. Like he, no, 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 there's no, so much you. energy and passion behind every answer. You could ask him bean burrito or beef burrito, and he would go into such detail and such passion about it that you're like, man, I want yeah. both kinds of what burritos an now. <laughs> what an answer. <laughs> So the first uh, caravan that we did uh, got away from me a little bit. And Brent was up there for, we were in Tulsa, I think, and then Brent was up there for like an hour. And um, I thought Porter and Jenny traveled separately from Brent, but I I found out afterwards they didn't. They were waiting out back. And Porter was giving me a hard time afterwards about him being on the stage for 10 minutes and Brent being on the stage for an hour. And uh, so the second caravan we did, which I think was in Amarillo, uh, I was talking to Brent beforehand. I was like, all right. So even Brent wanted it to be like a certain amount of time. It just he gets to talking and blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, we got to, you know, we got to catch the plane home. This is before we knew we were riding in a van home for four hours. 
And I was like, I, I'm going to give you some nonverbals when you need to, like, wrap the answer. You know, I'm going to scratch my nose or I'm going to pull at my ear. Or I'm going to start to point at something. I, we came up with some nonverbal communication to where he needs to land the airplane. <laughs> I'm going to thump my foot. And so, yeah, and so we kind of got we kind of got in the groove the rest of the way through the caravans about uh, that's probably enough of that answer. You know, I need we need to not not to you know, you could take your time, finish what you're saying there, but we got to kind of wrap it up and move on here. So uh, we'll we'll get in a good groove in that regard. But he can talk. There's no doubt about that. So uh, the coaches' shows are going to be great. Especially with you know, Teddy there and Teddy and Brent's relationship and uh, all Gosh, that kind of stuff. That. Do you say anything uh, that caught your ear yesterday? Um, anybody say anything that, that made you uh, go? Hmm. Not like there has been in years past. Like someone didn't say something like, you know, Kel's thrown out some things <laughs> in past years that you're like, yeah. hmm. But nothing like that. I just, a lot of energy there with him, a lot of excitement. Uh, How about the standing ovation? He got I was about he to say out. that. Like, I don't like. Did Lincoln ever get one? Like, I don't, I don't remember that. So. And not only did he get a standing ovation when he walked in, he got one when he walked off the stage. Like two standing yeah. ovations. And I'm like, I don't remember this. Even with Bob, you know, I've been going to this thing for a long time through three coaches now, and I don't remember a standing ovation for either one of those other guys ever. Even Lincoln's first year, I don't remember that. So, right, that was kind of a. Uh, like when everybody started standing, I'm like facing the stage and I look back and I'm like, oh, oh I better stand up. Like everyone's standing. <laughs> I didn't we, were, we were giving Brent a standing ovation. I think the thing that stood out to me most yesterday was this interaction. Hey, Coach Roof, you have a tremendous voice. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like your voice is like deep and kind of scary. You frighten me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. It's like I'm not here for your reindeer. He does games. have he does have a great voice though, doesn't he? When he first talks, it's a little shocking. Well, into a microphone like that, like I've heard him in interviews mm-hmm. and stuff, and I don't remember it being that deep, but it was like he got that microphone and it was like, you yeah, know, man, a sixties radio guy or something. I'm like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> It's, uh, it's great to be here, Tubby. Uh, it's great to be here today. Thank you very much. <laughs> nah, that was funny. He was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got a couple of takeaways I want to talk about as the uh, as the show rolls along today. So we'll talk a little OU football. Uh, I'd love to hear from you folks, 405-329-9000, if you'd like to call in today, 405-329-9000. Or our preferred method of communication is the text line. Write this number down. Put it in your phone if you don't have it already, 405-651-3439. That's our Air Comfort Solutions text line. Even if you don't have anything to say right now, you know, you never know when the mood's going to hit you. During the show or 2 o'clock in the morning or while you're watching a game at night or whatever, shoot us a text. Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Underway on a Tuesday. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ with you. T-Row in the morning show statewide on the ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System.
Norman Regional Hospital, the HealthPlex, specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Health System here to help you with all of your South Central Oklahoma health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Several of you last night uh, noticing the news that I did yesterday afternoon, evening, uh, worried about Teddy. I tweeted out last night. Some of you had text on here waiting while when I got here this morning, uh, giving me links to be able to still buy the Chaco Taco, which has been discontinued, will no longer be made by the Klondike Company. What? No more Chaco Tacos. Heard this. Yeah, um, doing away with the Chaco Taco. So I've got links here to say that say you know get them while you can. Or have we heard from Teddy? I think Ooh. this may have broke during their show, but I didn't hear hear them talking about it. So um, I hope he's all right. He's the only person in the world that I know that ate Chaco Tacos, which may be why they're getting discontinued. But, um, yeah, no, no more. My guess is this is related to OU's move to the SEC because that's a Kansas State thing. <laughs> um, I think that's every what time it is. We go to, every time we go to Kansas State, they've got the ice cream freezer. And this is like – you guys make a big deal about moving conferences and how great it's going to be, and you don't think about us media and the free ice cream that we get at Kansas State, TJ. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be like in a new league, you know? I don't know if they're going to offer us free ice cream in some other places around the SEC. But uh, I'm going to miss the ice cream freezer at K-State, and Teddy would just crush the Chaco Tacos every time we go up there. So, uh, yeah, that's maybe... The Chaco Taco people heard about the move and decided, well, there goes, you know, half our sales every year. So right. That's crushing news. Crushing news. I'll be completely honest. Never once in my life have I had a Chaco Taco. Nor do I know anyone outside of Teddy Lehman that has. I think you've had one, and you've mentioned it because of the K-State yeah. thing. But Teddy, yeah. I know, loved him. But... I've never heard – I mean, I guess that's why they're not making them anymore, but I've never heard of anyone – I always saw them in the store, never saw anyone eating one, never saw anyone ask me, you right. know, hey, you want a Chaco Taco? So never have had one. Well, you're not a big ice cream guy. You're not a big dessert guy. We've established that on the show. And when you are, you're not really adventurous. You're like, I'll take a vanilla ice cream. So I get that. I get that. I go personally when I'm at K-State, I go for the frozen Snickers and frozen Twix bars. That's my jam. Right. So hopefully those don't dis get discontinued. But Ted's a Choco Taco guy. Well, what are you sending me here? What that is was what, that? That was, uh, I made some uh, flat top queso last night. Whoa. Look at you, Mr. Griddle Man. Look at that, huh? That's Looks pretty impressive. good, did you steal you the this. ingredients from uh, the luncheon yesterday? <laughs> I did not eat. <laughs> Let me, uh, I'm going to send you a photo of the, uh, uh, so it all just sits there and melts together. Wow. And uh, I've got to try this. This is how it turned out. So you just uh, fix the meat, then put it in the pan, and then leave it on the, the pan on the griddle to let it all melt? Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. man. It's got two kinds of cheeses. I went with uh, ground beef, but you could do chicken or chorizo or whatever. Look at that. Some black beans, some salsa, some jalapenos, and you just let it sit there, and it all just – it took about it 10 minutes up. for it all to just uh, gel together, and it was tongue-slap-your-brains-out good, man. Whoa. 
Wow. I, I'm telling you, man. All I the things you've I done in, uh, since we've out. been on the air together, I've never been more impressed with you than I am right now. <laughs> Pretty good looking, huh? It looks delicious. Yeah. Uh, it was good. That uh, was... I, I honestly, I made it for four of us last night, and it was way too much. Like, I got tons of leftovers. So uh, that's going to be a good party trick. I'm going to have to file that one away for the next time of a bunch of people over. Okay, but, so uh, what you made there in that pan was too much for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was looking yeah, at it thinking, need, would that be enough for three people? That's a big, that's like a lasagna pan. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, I probably could have done like half of a lasagna pan, and that would have been perfect for the four of us. We had four. <laughs> Nobody people. else could Trevor see these pictures. They're like, night. "What are these fools talking about right now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so no, it was great. It was great. That was my little griddle adventure. My wife's so glad that that's past us because I've been talking about making this queso for like five days, and then for whatever reason, every night I have the ingredients waiting to make this queso, and every night something kept popping up that prevented me from you know we're doing this tonight for dinner instead so last night i finally made the queso and it was good but she was like you know i could tell she was like thank god he finally made the queso so we'll still stop talking about it we can move on <laughs> on, on to the next project uh let's see what else we have here air comfort solutions text line who's hotter in recruiting oh you softball baseball or football man they are bringing in some athletes yeah, so football landed another uh, four-star guy yesterday, a defensive back, right, TJ, from the state of Washington of, uh, last night. And uh, the train just keeps on. Yeah, the portal's been very nice to all three of those programs, so they're they're using it wisely, and and more so probably baseball and softball. Uh, you know, Brent kind of held off there for a little while, and he's kind of giving into some of it, depending on. The story and the, the the individuals, I think, but yeah, the uh, transfer portal has been very good. Uh, even rec- recruiting has been great, and obviously, Brent's been extremely hot this past month with what they've done on the uh, recruiting trail. But softball and baseball, man, they're working that transfer portal. Really great to see Patty finally get some talent, too, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> that's the thing with Patty too, man. She's hitting that portal and being like, "Okay, that's your best player, one of the tops mm-hmm. in the country. Uh, I'll take you over here." Uh, you, I've got you the best over there team in the country. Oh, come and on I'm over. Take all of your best players too. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I don't regret it. No, they're killing it. They're killing it. But yeah, another uh, another good land for OU yesterday. And according to Parker Thune, it sounds like another big fish could be out there this week for Oklahoma. And that's one of the things that Brent talked about yesterday was kind of his philosophy in recruiting and whether he feels vindicated with this month of July that he's having or not. I'm going to answer that for him. He can't say it. Yes is the answer. Yes. He he, uh, he has employed a little different strategy than we've seen around here in the past, and there was some gnashing of teeth going on. Mm-hmm. And um, Brent just kept saying, hang on. We're doing this a different way. We don't want people to uh, commit to us before they really mean it. And sure enough, you know, well, I guess we've got to get to signing day to know if people are going to change their minds or not. But huge July, and now they're up to what, like eight or nine in the recruiting rankings now? Did you, like did you say NIL? Uh, thanks for coming in. We'll see you. 
Yeah, I think he feels that, that way a little bit too. <laughs> said he had one. Said he had one guy mention the NIL to him, and that guy now plays for Texas or committed to Texas. <laughs> Which isn't that amazing? That, that is only amazing. In this said, day and age, only one kid's mentioned NIL. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, one kid throughout this whole process has mentioned the word NIL to me, parents and the and the, and the player. And he said, and that kid now plays at the University of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> But that is amazing that more have not mentioned it to him. I assume that's the first thing out I, of everybody's I, mouth. A right lot now. of them, yeah. Not, it didn't have to be everyone, but I assumed a good percentage of them would have asked about NIL and uh, what OU was doing at this time. So that's that was. I think that may have been one of the more surprising things of the day that he said. Uh, it was funny that the kid ended up at Texas, but that he said only one has even brought it up to him, which is kind of amazing. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe they know that's who he is, and that's he's not going to, uh, you know, answer those questions or deal with that nonsense. And they say, "I know better than to ask Coach Venables." I've heard through some other people. <laughs> I want a real shot at Oklahoma, so I'm not going to bring it up. I, I know think those he's things like, will be there if I need them. I mean, the impression I get is Brent's like, "Listen, we're different than everybody else. We're not going to apologize for that." Yeah. Do you want to be a part of it or not? If you don't, good luck to you. If you do, great. Get on board. But th- this is who we are. We're different than everybody else. We're not going to apologize for it. And, you know, we're not even yet to season one, but we'll see. I mean, it, it appears to be going remarkably well. And I'm sure the message really resonates with a lot of kids and a lot a of parents. A lot of parents, right. Like, If it was my child, the Brent Venables message, forget the whole OU tie. I'm just saying, you know, that the the message that he is delivering would have me saying, where do I sign? Like, how quickly can I get my kids signed up for this? Um, So it's working. Now, again, we all know you've got to go win football games. That's that's the thing that's going to lure talent the most or push it away. Uh, but it's a different approach. I like the fact that he's taking a different approach than everybody else in the nation. And we'll, we'll see. We're already seeing some cracks out there a little bit in this whole how much money can we promise you game. Starting to see some cracks, so we'll see how it goes. Cracks right, we'll take are a just lies to children. That's what we're seeing. Well, yeah. <laughs> Different. You say tomato, I say tomato. All right. We'll take a break. Back after this. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405 735 5510. Team number 24 in our top 25 countdown unveiled 735 this morning. So just about an hour from now overwhelming universal praise for team number 25 yesterday, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, when they were unveiled with now Casey Thompson at quarterback. Sooners and Huskers meet week three of the season. Week zero, you got Nebraska and Northwestern in Ireland. that would be fascinating to watch. Sooners obviously not playing in week zero. You can kick back and get a preview of what the uh, revamped Nebraska offense 
looks like this year. So team number 24 coming up in about an hour. All right, more on the uh, luncheon yesterday, TJ. Some of uh, some of my uh, takeaways, uh, Brent Venables, Jeff Levy, Ted Roof were there. What would you think of Thad Turnipseed? First time you've met him? Uh, yes, yes. Um, seems like a, uh, a pleasant individual. I found him uh, humorous to kind of watch. He's kind of a, a little bit of a character. Like he's oh yeah definitely he's like the he's like the if he were in a sitcom in the office he'd be the guy in the background that you'd be kind of watching doing kind of funny things like uh, yeah what's Thad back there doing now right um, right <laughs> like like when you went to him for the questions in the audience and he like he'd pop up like a gopher and be like over here to the left <laughs> <laughs> so he's very much and I think he even mentioned this yesterday very much kind of a general manager. Yes. Yes. Very much the so. team. Like if if OU was a professional team, that's the GM. He's just running things in the shadows. I was a little surprised to hear that he was going to be up on the stage with me yesterday, because I've ne- in my uh, uh, encounter so far with that, he's always kind of been the guy in the shadows, you know, that is in the background pulling the strings and making things happen but not the guy up on the stage. So it was great to see him kind of in that role yesterday, but he's not it's it's a different role than Clark Stroud played. I was about to say it's he, not a he director of better, better than role. Clark Stroud. Much better dresser than Clark. Well, I don't know about that, but it it's uh, there's it's not a pure director of operations role. He's not just scheduling hotel rooms and making flights. All that kind of stuff that goes in, that's very important. But he's a little more of a kind of let's get buildings built and let's, you know, let's move mountains kind of a guy. In addition to, you know, what's the best place for us to stay on the road and all that kind of stuff. So he's a fascinating dude. And you talk about a guy that can tell some stories, man, about sitting in meetings with Nick Saban. I was going to say, he's been around some guys. Dabo. Oh, back to his playing yeah, days, oh. so yeah. He's in construction. That's the most interesting thing. Is like he was a he was a guy had a construction company that just kind of Nick Saban, you know, just liked him and decided, hey, why don't you come be a part of my team? And now he's the general manager of a power five football program, basically. But I was glad for people to finally get to see him yesterday. It's a bit of a fictional character with that name and everything he is a little bit and uh he reminds me a little of barry trammell with the way he wears his reading glasses and kind of the hair and everything so um but yeah he was uh it was funny too like when you get down to the auction and they're auctioning off items he's like uh we need more brent venables autographs i'll make that happen he does what i say yeah Yeah, i'll get that helmet signed more tickets i'll get tickets. (laughs) i'll get need more helmets you can have my tickets all right that's what i mean like he gets If you need anything done around there, you call Pat. <laughs> right. I'll get it done. Yeah, he'll get it done. Um. All right. So some of my takeaways. Number one, I yesterday was the first time that I knew that you hated Bill Snyder. I hadn't heard that, learned that until yesterday. What? So that was uh, one of the takeaways. Well, Brent revealed yesterday that Bill Snyder was left-handed. Oh, I I didn't know that. I started laughing. You looked up at you looked Le- up at me when he said Bill. What was a matter? What was what was tremendous to me about that story was 
Brent is so detailed. Mm-hmm. He's pretending to write the letter using his left hand mm-hmm. because Bill Snyder's left-handed and then mentions, I'm doing this because Bill's left-handed and wrote me a letter. And I said, South he Park. acted it out and everything and was using his left hand. He's like, he writes it all slanted. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, you got to turn your head to be able to read what he writes and everything. But yeah, I didn't know that, that, that about story. Bill, so I'm done with him. I'm sorry. A left-handed uh, elderly Southerner. I mean, that's the triple <laughs> crown for you. <laughs> Add Bill Snyder to TJ's hate list. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, I thought the Billy Bowman nugget was very interesting yesterday. Uh, I mean, we're reading into everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're reading into everything. But uh, there was a question asked of Brent. I think it came from Tracy. I think uh, Tracy asked him who the next uh, Teddy Lehman was, basically, on this team. If he had any guys that he loved like he loved Teddy Lehman back in the day. And the first name he mentioned was Billy Bowman which I haven't heard that name in forever by anybody. A, a, I think it's safe to say, disappointing freshman year after the amount of hype that Billy Bowman came in with. Is that fair, TJ? Just fair. Mm -hmm. Inconsequential. Really wasn't a factor too much. And he got hurt. So it's not all his fault, but kind of disappeared into the woodwork last year and has obviously turned... Brent Venable's head, because he's the first name that came out of his mouth, was how impressive Billy Bowman has been uh, in the spring and in the summer and how he just kind of goes about his business, and he's going to be a safety for him this year. He said uh, similar things about Key Lawrence, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and Billy Bowman, it wasn't a, if this guy puts it all together, he's got the talent to do this. Like, Brent was blown away by the work he's put in. Like, like he mm-hmm. doesn't leave the facility. He's constantly there. Sometimes, you know, joking that we had to go and check his pulse to make sure he was still okay because he's around so much and doing so much work. So, he's sounds like he's put in a lot of time in this offseason. So, hopefully it pays off for him. He mentioned Danny Stutzman and Rocky Kalmus mm-hmm. in the same sentence. Right. Which is, um, that's got to be a comparison that uh, gets some Sooner fans fired up. Brent knows his linebackers. And for him to, for that to be the comparison that he draws, I think he said he's got a little bit of Rocky Kalmus in him. Uh, And I could see that totally, just like. Rocky, I don't remember Rocky ever not being injured. When he played, you know, he always seemed like he played had through everything. something. Right. Mm-hmm. And remember Stutzman taking off the field last year? What was it? He, he had like a finger or elbow hand or, or his shoulder. Or his elbow. elbow. Oh, yeah, yeah, his elbow. Yeah. Sticking the wrong way, and he's waving at the crowd to get on your feet and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, Nick Anderson is a guy that I've heard a couple of times lately. I think maybe even Jeff Lebby mentioned him yesterday. But Rodney's little brother, the freshman wide receiver, uh, got some praise yesterday, and um, I'd say he must be he must be doing good because uh, he's been I've been hearing his name pop up quite a bit lately, uh, and then just the way that they talk about Dylan Gabriel, this is not new, but you know. 
Brent Brent said he is the most accurate quarterback he's ever seen. Is that what he said? Seen or coached or been around or something like that? Um, I don't remember and exactly how he put it, but. Most accurate. And I remember sitting there while I'm waiting for him to finish that answer, going through the Rolodex of quarterbacks that, like, he was with Trevor Lawrence. He was with uh, Sam Bradford. Sam. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, with Jason White. So, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to hold him to that. Sometimes you're on a stage and you say things, but <laughs> wow. I mean, right? No, I mean, no, wow. I, 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 he didn't I say he's correct. better than those guys. He just were, said he was he's better, more, more accurate. accurate. Yeah. Which is part of being a good quarterback, TJ, is you got to put the ball where it's supposed to be. I know football pretty well. I wouldn't expect you to know things like that. But you got to throw the ball where you're trying to throw it. Yeah, and everything and you hear about like him, there's no question it. with his leadership. So, well, he's taking guys to the lake and the beach and the mountains and the valleys. Just embraced and the, it, completely the, embraced his see role. See the shining sea. Mm-hmm. I haven't said much about this, but Dylan Gabriel taking the OU radio crew to the Florida Keys this week. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. We're calling it uh, Key Lime Time. <laughs> it's the Key Lime Time Retreat. With Dylan Gabriel and the OU radio, he would crew. be just as happy if he bought you, brought you a key lime pie. He's going to buy me a lot of key lime pies, hopefully. But I mean, the praise is effusive for Dylan Gabriel. Jeff Levy jumped in on that too yesterday, so um, I can't wait to to see the guy play some football. So anyway, we got some more nuggets. We'll pass, we'll scatter in, we'll sprinkle about as the show rolls along. We'll take a break. Back after this, T-Row in the Morning Show on a Tuesday. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. T-Row in the Morning Show, Toby and TJ with you on the Ref. Sire brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Ted found out about it yesterday. It sounds like they talked about it in the 4 o'clock hour. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he's okay. Are you talking about Choco ta- Tacos Choco being taco. discontinued? Yeah. Knowing him, Ouch. he's got a deep freeze uh, full of them to hold him over for a little while. Um, yeah, in his Armageddon uh, bunker? I would think so. I would think probably. so. He probably, Ted thinks ahead on things. He's probably purchased in bulk years ago and has them frozen away. Uh, TJ doesn't. Right next to his ammunition. <laughs> exactly, exactly. TJ doesn't hang around enough peasants. That's why he's never had a Choco Taco. I don't think those are considered like a cheap ice cream. They're made by Klondike. Klondike's like a pretty fancy ice cream, so I don't think it has anything what to do with What would you do for a Klondike? Um, not too much. I mean, I, you know, okay. take I'd just let someone else have it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm not acting the fool for an ice cream. I'll just go get a different kind. Uh, 918 Chris says, yum. Thanks for the dinner update. <laughs> yeah, griddle, little griddle queso talk yesterday. Yeah. Uh, still shocked, in all capital letters, shocked that somehow the Shorthorns are favored to beat the Sooners according to ESPN's FPI. How, no, Toby? Not. How? You're not shocked. Where have you been the last 
ever. 30, 40 years. <laughs> yeah, it's summer. <laughs> this is what happens. Texas is going to be great. You're not shocked. You'd be shocked if it wasn't this way. This is the year. This it's is all coming together for them. They're back, baby. That's exactly right. Uh, last one here says, I don't think Bowman uh, was a disappointment. He was asked to do everything but drive the bus as a true freshman. Being able to focus on his best position will help him tremendously. I don't think you said disappointment. I think you said... Um, mm-hmm. I might have said he, he had a disappointing freshman season. I can't okay, remember exactly. Okay. I might but he was that. asked to do a lot. Was put in a lot of different sure. positions, and yeah, you know. So, absolutely. Uh, and Brent did mention that yesterday. Like being able to settle in on one position and concentrate on that is going to help him tremendously. So, um, right. Which would with any player that you're using at multiple places. So, especially a young guy. Right. 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 Right, 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 right. What else you got for me? Uh, we're caught up. We're caught up. Um, I got a uh, – we're going to 105 today, by the way. And um, I got a day that's going to take me outdoors today, TJ. So I'm trying to hydrate early in the morning oh, today. Man. I got a day of exterior illumination and golf in front of me today. Exterior so don't illumination? Feel... Yep. I, gotta, yeah, I, I can tell you more about it next hour, but I got to – a day full of uh, working on exterior illumination today. Huh. It's a very Clark Griswold day huh. for me outside. Yeah, so I'm trying to hydrate early this morning. One o five. Woo! We'll be back.